0: hello everyone i'm Abanov jant and this is the real abinov audio experience welcome everyone to a very special episode this is one of many episodes that i plan to record on site I'm traveling around the world meeting people in person and recording at any given location this episode was filmed at the legendary Palmies, which has just opened up in Pacific Beach, San Diego, sitting on a remarkable landmark, a building that's been around since the 1920s. I sit down with the founder and the owner of this restaurant, Beach Cafe, and we talk about so many great topics. We talk about how Palmies got started, how he came up with the menu, the branding, what it took to get this place up and running. Boy, it was not like this when they first got here and they've renovated the entire place, making it look absolutely beautiful and inviting. And he did all of this with a smile on his face, being peaceful and calm the entire time. We talk about how he got to that kind of state, how meditation has helped him and how that's helped him throughout business to be a successful entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur at that. We talk about his first entrepreneurial adventure right out of college, expanding that business to 15 locations, exiting that, going to his own, going through his own rather mental journey and spiritual journey to become awakened and be a better person from that point on. We uncover so many great topics, you guys. I can't wait for you to hear this episode. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, put your headphones on, and let me take you for a ride. And by the way, make sure you check out this episode on YouTube because we did a great job of showing you different parts of the restaurant along with making sure that you got to see a glimpse of this beautiful location. So go ahead and check it out on YouTube and let's get back and enjoy the show. All the stones in its place and every little detail I've seen you probably mess with here and there as every day I would walk past here to go to the gym. And I've seen this place literally take life and transform over this time, right? So I wanted—I want to hear a little bit more about this story. I know our listeners are definitely interested, right? And, and, and I'll paint the colors as... Our story unfolds. But I really want to start with like, give us some understanding of how you got to this place. I know there's a backstory here of you being a serial entrepreneur. And I, I want to go have you go into as much depth as you'd like. But I want to hear, how did we get to Palmy's 2021 in the middle of a pandemic? But what was going on with Dylan way before to mm-hmm. get you to this point?
1: So uh, originally, like, grew up a tennis player, or I don't really like to identify with certain no, things. Know you were a tennis player. Yeah, so I played tennis but it's part like I guess it's just part of the chapters of my life and um, how everything kind of unfolded I definitely found like a serious passion for tennis and, and I really think that um, I love tennis because I, I gave my best at it and it really brought me to, to the moment it brought me to, brought me to being present like and when you're playing tennis like being able to focus so intently on one thing at a time, mm. Is really unbelievable uh, and, and, and most sports do that and I think that's why people fall in love with sports is because it really brings you to the present moment and um it really just allows your your intuition to guide you like in tennis I'm not thinking when I'm in the middle of a point the
0: next swing you're not you're just right there yeah yes. think
1: about the the safety that that plays in football like he's not like thinking he's his intuition is guiding him and he's mm. like okay I need to go like He's just moving like yeah. naturally, um, and so that's a beautiful thing about sports. But I played tennis, played college tennis, went to the Citadel, which is a military college uh, in South Carolina. Uh, studied business. Went for went to college for free. Uh, I'm definitely not an advocate of going to college uh, unless it's something that you need a degree for, whether it's engineering, okay. being a doctor, or whatever else. But I you think. finished
0: your degree in
1: business. Business. Wow. Yep. Okay. And. Like looking, I went for free, so I guess it, it, you know, for me it was helpful. But uh, you look at college now, and you're just like everyone has a degree, whether it's an associate's degree, an online degree. These get degrees, bro. (laughs) Like, there's (laughs) just so so many people have degrees now. It's like doesn't really hold much weight. So, uh, you know, I guess to the listeners, I would say that if you're looking to go get a degree in business. Uh, take your hundred and fifty thousand dollars and start your own business and you'll learn uh, a thousand times more than you will sitting in a classroom full of fifty people having some professor who's probably never actually done it in his life tell you how to run a business. It just to me it doesn't make any sense. Um, so but anyways, went to went to college, uh graduated how did you pick
0: business though. Were you always like kind of entrepreneurial as a kid? Yeah, Were like, you like having a lemon stand, lemonade stand and hustling like baseball cards or something like what were you like as a kid that made yeah, you go like, into business? I love business?
1: business. It's broad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like there there's basically a business component in everything. Even if you're a doctor, like it's still a business. You can own your own medical practice. Or so I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. I'm fine with that. But if I go into business, I'll have just general understanding, general principles of uh, you know, how to balance my books or how to do uh, you know, just more general marketing and yeah. that kind of applies to whatever you want to be in life. So, um, got my degree and it was a military college. So it was a very structured and regimented, uh, schedule on a daily basis. And, uh, when I graduated, I'm just like, I'm not going to work for anyone. (laughs) I'm, I'm kind of done taking orders and letting people, uh, tell me what to do on a daily basis. Like I want to follow what I want to do. And, so, I started my own little acai cafe. Uh, well, what year was this, Dylan? This was in 2014. Got it. Um, so, I actually used to go in my senior year in college. I started getting into just how my body felt and how I felt better. Just you used by to work
0: my, out a lot, you told me. Yeah, was that around the same time?
1: Uh, similar time. Yeah, okay. Similar time. But, like, I started to notice that the more vegetables and fruits and you know, juices and healthy smoothies and uh, just better ingredients. I was putting into my body. I I started to feel better on a daily basis. Yeah, and so um, I kind of just developed a passion for health and wellness. And um, I I was juicing a lot at in my senior year in in college.
0: Talking about fruit juice, not steroids.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was doing both. Uh, <laughs>
0: I love it. That was a great segue, not planned, by the way.
1: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm fine talking about it. Hey, I'm I'm all into it. it. You know, like I was, I was insecure growing up, like high school and college. I felt like I was smaller and thinner. And tennis is a very active and like tough, tough uh, sport um, on your body, and like it's hard to gain weight. Like you're
0: constantly thin.
1: As a Dude. tennis player, because you're you're running so much and you're I don't want to derail so you
0: on this, but I know about how hard it is to gain weight. I'm five five and a half, and I weigh like 170 pounds now. But I was one point 111 pounds, trying to get to 120. Yeah. And I remember having to like one of the things I did. Please don't do this ever. I like 30 days in a row would go to McDonald's at night after my workout and get two McDoubles, so I could just pound all down. And I think in about like 30 35 days, I gained about 20 pounds. So my question
1: to you is, and that was uh, not good weight. So my question to you is did you did the mind tell you hey did your thoughts tell you hey if you if you bulk up because you're a small guy I'll feel better about myself
0: Yeah because I I was getting bullied right and I didn't like that I had also wanted to be bigger than I was I couldn't get taller no matter what I did yeah. Believe it or not I went to my mom and and who's a nurse and I said hey can you ask the doctor if he can prescribe me growth hormone this is like a 13-year-old kid, uh, a 14-year-old kid. I'm like, uh, do my research. Dude, I'm like, your
1: growth plates are still open at that uh, time. Well, that's
0: what I said. I'm like, you know, and my doctor did the test. Like, He's like, yeah, his growth plates are like slightly left to be fused. I don't think the growth hormone is going to help him that much. And I was like, I don't care. I want to take it. <laughs> I was so into it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but that was exactly like you said. I mean, at that time in my life, I felt that if I was just jacked and looked like a freak that people were, weren't going to fuck with me, which was... Kind of true, but also broader law. You know that could be a whole podcast in itself, and I don't want to derail this. So, but I'm happy to go into it. Yeah, no, no, whatever. whatever um, uh, you think. Like, I, but I'm curious. Let's let's go back to you. You started your first asai bowl. Yeah. So business I was actually in 2014. In, I was
1: actually in Laguna Beach, and I saw oh, this. What's that? I grew up up there. We're like no your neighbors, bro. <laughs> well, I was just on vacation, <laughs> but. Uh, I saw this acai cafe, and they're like, This is really cool and it's healthy. And I, I, when I was in high school, I saw all these high school kids there, and I'm like, It was like a hangout spot for them over the summertime. Yeah. And when I was in high school, my hangout spot was Del Taco, and oh. we, everyone would eat del, like Dollar uh, Tacos on Tuesday. Yeah. And we would go there on the weekends, and everyone would eat Del Taco all the time. And I was like, This is actually really cool. Like, it's a cool, healthy, fun, spot where I can promote healthy eating. And this could be like my first business venture. And uh, I went to my uncle, who was also an entrepreneur at the time and still is. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Like I was talking with him about like, what do I want to do? And I was talking with him and I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to start my own acai cafe. So him having uh, gone through business before, like Helped me put together a pro forma and helped me put together a deck and helped me uh, raise funds for like opening up my own first store and showed me how to get a business license, which is interesting. I'm like,
0: how did I learn none of this in college? Like, yeah, they don't teach you this stuff.
1: No, like how is there not a business class in college that says you're going to start a business from A to Z? Like you're not going to actually spend the money on it, but I want you to... Yeah. Start the business and to finish learn it every and complete it. it, yeah, hundred percent. And learn it, like file your taxes. Oh yeah, file for a uh, file for an. Are you gonna file for an LLC? Are you gonna file for as S-Corp, a corporation. Yeah. Like just going through all the proper steps to set up set up your bookkeeping. Are you gonna use Quick? Like, how do they not teach these things? Blows my mind, like, I'm bro. I'm learning freaking business stats that are just like unbelievable. I'm like in the hardest math classes of all time. And I'm learning nothing about business. But anyways, like my uncle, like really, and my dad too, my dad's an entrepreneur. Like they both really, uh, walked me through the process of how to start my own business.
0: I've got a quick favor to ask of you. If you've been enjoying this podcast, I'd really appreciate if you could take one minute of your time and leave us a review on Apple podcasts. It goes a long way. And I'd really, really, really appreciate it. If you've already done that, thank you again. Please share this episode with someone you know, a friend or family member. Download the episode or share the link, whatever works for you. Now let's get back to it.
1: And I just learned so much along the way because I was there and I was just pouring my soul into it. And um, I was just like, I need to make this successful and I want to I make it work. And really, like, I just wanted to give it my, my best. And my dad used to say that to me growing up, like, if you're going to be a garbage man, be the best garbage man in the world. If you're going to be a, like, tennis yeah. player, be, try to be the best tennis player you could possibly be. Diligent
0: be diligent with whatever it is
1: you do. And really, I just, like, took that and I just applied that to everything. Like, if I'm going to plant a tree, plant it the best that I could possibly do. If I'm going to wash dishes, like, plant, like, wash the dishes the best you could possibly mm. wash them. Um, it's like the saying goes the way you do one thing is the way you do everything
0: type of mentality translates like
1: practice how you play like Mm -hmm. it translates into the next thing and like you even hear a lot of people talking about oh make your bed every morning and like there's truth to that like I get it like okay start your day off by just giving your best to one activity to me it's meditation like I, I wake up and like kind of in a fog when you wake up and you're tired. Disarrayed and, like launching into this yeah, planet. Yeah. And I like you probably have had a dream or something and you're just like, Where am I? Like you're yeah. waking up out of REM sleep and like to me I just to to I want to find I call it my flow. People call it their intuition or the Holy Spirit or Buddha or God or whatever you want to call it. But I, I just call it my flow. I just wanna sit still, uh let go of my thoughts and Uh, find my flow and let that guide me throughout my day so uh, anyways but yeah my dad's a my dad's a very wise and uh, you know present and godly human being so um, he always gave me me great advice growing up but him and my uncle they really uh, set me on the path to launching my first business and like I poured my soul into that little acai cafe and when you walked in there you felt it and I talked Mm. to every single person that walked in and I made sure their stuff was, their bowls came out right and their smoothies came out right, and I wanted them to try it. And you know, if it wasn't right, I wanted to remake it for them. And uh, and just I listened to people and I talked to them and I cared and I just gave my best to every single moment of that business. And the business ended up becoming successful. And it was funny, like
0: how long did it take for the business to be successful?
1: So it took. I remember in I think we opened up in August. Of 2014. 2014. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We opened up in September. Um, we didn't make money in September. We lost a little bit, like three grand. Uh, October, we didn't make any money. But November, we started making money. I believe. Mm. Uh, we made like eight hundred dollars or something, and I was like, stoked. profit, 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 yeah, yeah profit. It's um, very common in PV people racing. Yeah, all the time <laughs> Harleys and all kinds of stuff. Um, and then I remember, uh, like fast forward to like January, we made like six or seven grand and then, uh, February we made like eight or nine grand and then March rolls around. We made like 13 or $14,000. And I was like, whoa, this is unbelievable. Like this is amazing. And And this is just
0: you running the business.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my, wow. my uncle and my dad were helpful and always uh, people that I could lean on to ask questions. But you're the one stuff. making the bowls. I'm there day to day. I'm there yeah. literally from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. when we close. I'm seeing every single customer. Like
0: That's 13 hours for you that can't do math. Well, yeah,
1: I'm there every single day. Like In the first six to eight months, I did not... I did not leave that place. Like there wasn't wow. freaking an hour that went by where I wasn't there, and I loved it. Like it really didn't feel like work for me. Uh, a lot of people glorify how hard they work all the time now, and I'm just like, like I don't, I don't really glorify that. Like yeah, I think working hard is a great quality, but also resting is a great quality, and being able to take time to actually be a better worker when you are working and more clear-minded when you are working, like if I'm exhausted and tired and I'm trying to work, like I'm not efficient. I'm not my, I'm not the best version of myself trying to work or communicate. And so I don't really like, you know, try to flaunt how I'm the hardest, like I'm the hardest worker ever. You know what I mean? Hustle, hustle, man. No, I just want to like, <laughs> I just want to be clear and I want to work. And like yeah. through that clarity, I'll see that my intuition, my intuition will show me to work hard and work smart and work, efficiently
0: so where did we go from the profit coming in how, how did that business take turn or did you sell it or what, what happened with that
1: so uh, then I'm um, opening up my now I'm looking for spot number two I'm going to want to expand and really I got a little too excited I was 23 at the time so I just got too excited and I, I should have just like the current spot that I had I should have ironed that out a little bit more but I was like this new spot's going to be phenomenal and it turned out that it was, um, and at that point, I was talking with some people that were coming into my stores, local Vegas people, um, uh, casino owners, uh, and they were in a similar business to me, and they were like, "Hey, we should we should uh, partner up and, and do this together." And so uh, I did that. And we grew the concept. We changed the concept to Biology. It used to be called Acai to the T. Um,
0: you were right on the market because I remember around the same time 2014, 2015 that's when I was at the height of my bodybuilding career I had just finished like competing and I remember seeing like these acai bowl places popping up left and right and that was a very big cultural shift right then in the in Yeah, the cold pressed juice acai yeah, bowls like, very popular
1: I was like maybe the first or second there was like some other places that had like one or acai yeah. bowl I was like the first acai bowl place sure. in Vegas and like people around town knew the Knew the place like yeah. they would. They would drive from
0: across town to come and so get these awesome evils. When you brought these other folks in, yep. Like as so a I, twenty-three year old, how did you understand? Like okay, well, how does this work? Do I do I give them a percentage of my business, like profits? Do they bring money to the table? Like how, how did I, you figure all that out?
1: I didn't really understand it all. I uh, see. It just kind of unfolded naturally. Okay. Um, I sold majority share of my two stores, um, you know, and 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 came into at a young age, a decent amount of money, um, and I think I just didn't know—I uh, didn't know how to like spend money at that time or save, or it kind of felt like like Monopoly money. So you went a-
0: bought a Porsche, right?
1: No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't do anything like that. I actually made more investments into things. Uh, ended up losing on a couple different projects, but um, yeah. So we ended up we ended up growing into I think. 15, 14 or 15 stores or something like that. Holy we had plans shit. to build more and we built you know, different concepts and um, at the time Cold Press Juice was super popular so I built a co-manufacturing facility which was really unbelievable. Um, building this facility was one of the coolest things that I think I did because, and I built it with my partners but uh, I just learned so much about products and product development and like once you went through that, you've pretty much just found that you could launch any business at that time. Like go find a co-packer. Go find a co-packer of a product that you want to launch and they'll make it for you. Throw a great brand on it and hustle it. And you can- Yeah, people like, today to call that drop shipping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a little bit different, but- <laughs>
0: Well, I'm just bringing you up to the time. Yeah.
1: But yeah, hundred percent. You're right. That's yeah. what it was. But yeah. like, there's also a component of learning the ins and outs of the business, like yeah. of manufacturing and how things are manufactured and how they're made, and uh, not just manufacturing, but distribution and supply chain management. And
0: there's so much shit you don't learn in school. Yeah,
1: logistics and oh um, like, how, like you see a product in Walmart, but you're like, how did it get there? What is like, where did it come from? Where was it made? How were the pro- How were the things sourced? How, like, so you start to as you become a co-packer, you start to look at things and then you have a full understanding of how the, all of these things unfold. So that was really cool. I ended up um, uh, leaving that company in 2019. I really just wanted to, to focus on... So
0: just to recap, 2014, you start your first acai bowl cold press juice business. Yep. 2015, you start to expand it to a secondary location, which goes well. Yep, and then from there you bring on partners, and now you've gone to fifteen stores. Yep. in a couple of states, brought on partners in
1: twenty sixteen. I think it was in March. Uh was God. when that was finalized, and
0: exited in twenty nineteen.
1: Yeah, it was like, um, yeah. I mean, that's 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 but exactly. Is there more to it? You can elaborate. I mean. No, no. I mean, that's that's kind of how it all unfolded, and from there, like, to be honest, I was working so hard and so many hours after that that. I just freaking chilled afterwards.
0: Yeah, you needed um, you needed to actually be your age for a bit.
1: Yeah, I just I just like relaxed. I was working so hard, like I was making great money, um, but I just was kind of at my most unhappy. Uh, I was just kind of a slave to the thoughts in my head, and I was letting that guide me throughout my my day every single day. And I just didn't feel, I just didn't feel the best version of myself that I wanted to be. So. I kind of just took a step back and, um, you know, wanted to find myself again. And in that process, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you <laughs> want to dive into this, I but, do. Uh, you know, I just, I had a, I had a very powerful uh, mushroom trip and like, I didn't plan for it really. Like I, in that process of like working out, trying to gain weight, and muscle and stuff, like and taking supplements that are really not good for my body. I really opened up the door to allow myself to just, I guess, kind of use drugs. I don't want to, like, I don't consider mushrooms drugs, by the way, but, uh, like, that opened up the door for me into marijuana. And
0: then... Once you allow one thing, you kind of let your guard down to now be able to do everything else in a way. Like, I felt that way, you know, when I did, you know, steroids and stuff through bodybuilding, I felt like I opened a door... Where now it's okay for me to try something else. So when I did weed for the first time, I was like, "Well, this isn't so bad. It's not as bad as me jabbing myself with needles." (laughs) You know. And then you go, "Okay, well, where does that stop?" You know. Yeah. So it's 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 opening opening up the door, opening up the door, and now it's wide open. Hundred percent. Like, and it
1: can even it can even be like it tricks you. The voice in your head tricks you to think that you're doing okay. Like it can even be is something as simple as going for a run. Like I can be in the middle of my run and. I could be like, my thoughts are like, oh, you should stop when you get to that point. Mm. And when I get like, first of all, I don't know like when, what the moment is like, I don't know what the future moment is going to bring. So when I get to that point in the run, what if my intuition tells me that I should keep running? What do I do? Do I I stop because my thoughts told me 10 minutes ago that I should stop at this point, but my intuition is telling me to keep going or do I keep going? And so I learned like, okay, I got to, Quiet the voice in my head that's talking to me, and I need to co- keep going on that run. Because if I choose to stop and follow thought, now I've opened up the door for thoughts creep in on anything. Yes. So now I'm walking back from my run, and I'm like, hmm, instead of like, I know that I need a smoothie, I'm going to get uh, a soda and a burrito, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with getting but a soda you just and a burrito. Let that in. But now I'm just following what my thoughts want. And what my cravings want, as opposed to what my intuition is telling me that I need and, yeah. and want to follow. So
0: um, it's like that compulsion sets in. And, you know, a couple of points I, before I forget them is like one of them is it's easy to be driven by your voice in your head, as we started this conversation with, because too many of us haven't realized the difference between what is my intuition and what is like this sort of tape of dialogue in my head, this narration that goes on. Yeah, I think that takes... Confusion. It's confusion. It's a certain level of self-awareness that it takes, which is why I talk about meditation primarily is because that's what brought it to me. Along with the psychedelics, of course, they they force it upon you. Right? Like, you know, I want to go back to the mushroom journey for you. That it forces it upon you, but how do you sustain that in your day-to-day life is through a practice of meditation, through breath work, through learning how to, you know, make sure you exercise and eat well, like,
1: exactly. It's through a constant feed of feeding your intuition and strengthening that, it. That in. good wolf, exactly.
0: Feeding that wolf,
1: exactly. So, I mean, for me, I just i i allowed like through steroids, I allowed marijuana to then creep in, um, and then I was using marijuana, and usually, like after like you know so much marijuana use. Uh, you just don't
0: really even get high anymore. <laughs> yeah, you just do it as a compulsive yeah, you habit. Just, you're it's like smoking. You're like I get high kinda, and then and then the pro- people now go to the dabs, or then they go to like the higher concentrated stuff, which is so bad for you because it's so titrated totally. to one specific molecule. and You're not getting the like your body has to fight. I don't know how many people don't understand this. It's crazy. Like your body has to figure out how to metabolize all of that. And it has to bring in all these extra things because now you're taking such a concentrated substance, and we like it's so crazy to me how much weed is glorified today, which is makes sense because all the money going into it. And I'm going on on this for a bit, but it's like that's why I keep talking about it now because I've learned from my own experience, from other people's experience, from talking to people about how they've. It's this innocent plant that we all like want to talk about as like the world's best thing, and I'm not saying it doesn't have benefits, and there's nothing wrong with getting high. But if that's the only thing you keep doing to feel good, there's something you got to look into. Yeah, there's there's
1: nothing wrong with getting high except for my high, I want it to be sustainable. Because mm, I noticed that- You get that to here and you want to- I want to stay high. Yeah. And uh, like when I was smoking marijuana, it came with a lot of lows. Like I smoke a lot of marijuana and I wake up in the morning and I feel super low. Yeah. And then I would need to smoke mar- more marijuana to feel high again. Mm. And um, I wanted my high to be lifelong. So, like, I jump in the ocean and it's freezing cold. And I feel like I just, like, ripped a bomb. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, like, I feel high from that. Yeah, uh, I go for a long run and I freaking run hard. Yeah. And after that run, I'm walking. and I'm like, man, I feel
0: high. Oh, yeah. After a great workout, sweating, like, head to toe, for me, it's the same thing. I'm just, like, in a new, wo- new world for hours after that. Yeah. And, and there's can, no low
1: afterwards. There's no so, crash. Exactly.
0: Yes. I love that.
1: So um,
0: psychedelics came into the picture after your journey. Like,
1: yeah. So I started smoking marijuana and then just kind of stopped getting high (laughs) and like just started feeling like normal again. And so I'm with my friends. I'm like, well, we should just do mushrooms. And really, like I didn't do, I didn't agree to do mushrooms to have some spiritual journey. I was like, let's just, let's get high on mushrooms. Let's see colors and let's see pictures and like i don't know let's just have fun let's just goof off yeah Yeah, you know what i mean like we're gonna be super high and seeing colors and uh what i got in return was was a a complete spiritual awakening um like i felt like it was the only thing that really woke me up completely um
0: undeniably yeah
1: just uh, like undeniably and and you know, a wake-up for me that strong, uh, I can never, like, go to sleep again. I can never turn a blind eye and, like, trick myself at that age into believing that... Uh, it's
0: otherwise. Yeah. I always tell this to, to the young audience that listens to me about, like, be careful with some of these substances because you will see behind the curtain and you can't unsee what you saw no. and you might not be ready for what you're about to see. But, like, I think that... Uh,
1: a lot of people are suffering. So when they do see behind the curtain, they'll see that there's true joy in actually following what they know is right and silencing the thoughts and bringing themselves back into the moment. Yeah. And then there's peace with that, right? So, uh, like, yeah, people talk about bad trips, but um, I think they're just I think they're against- I
0: think they're great as a tool. But I think I'm really targeted towards those who, who abuse it. To be frank. You Who know, abuse what? Psychedelics or marijuana or any any substance rather, even working out or eating too much, right? Like it's a same, yeah, same like, thought I process.
1: Like, I don't like a lot of it's glorified now to microdose. Yeah. And like me meditating, me running Bro, me that's exercising. my microdose
0: every day is meditation. Me, me talking
1: <laughs> truth to someone on the street and listening to them, like that's my microdose. Hundred percent. Right. And so I took, I took a we ate a lot of shrooms that night. And, um, really what happened in, in how I kind of describe it to people, like shrooms doesn't change people's lives.
0: I wanna take another quick moment to thank our sponsors, Podcast Backdrops. If you do any kind of video content or pictures online, or you're doing any sort of selling over Zoom calls, you really need to check them out because it will make you look professional from the get-go. Having your brand, your logo, and what you're all about behind you, hiding all your clutter, makes you look so much more professional when you put yourself out there on the internet. So check out Podcast Backdrops if you want to level up your game.
1: But it wakes you up to see that there's an, the, the root of the issue and the root of why you have lack of peace of mind and why you're not happy. And, um, and so it, I kind of like to use the metaphor of like, I was basically asleep in a burning building and uh, I woke up. The shrooms woke me up and I saw that my house was on fire. And, um, like a lot of people will just go back to sleep, but to me, I'm like, holy shit, my house is on fire. Right? Like, and then you start putting the flames out one by one and you start to rebuild and it's a process, but a lot of people will just go right back to sleep again and just, and their house is on fire and they just burn. And Point it's being,
0: You get this uplifting experience, you wake up and you did something about it. Exactly. You didn't just ignore it and then just kept chasing that high again. I couldn't anymore.
1: I just couldn't. I love that. Like the wake up was too strong. It's like if you were to think about it, if you were to actually wake up in your house and it was on fire, would you, you go back freak to sleep? The fuck? No. you'd be like, Whoa. no. And and like yeah, you you say you freak out, but to me, I like I think stay calm because in your if you're calm, you can. See you'd be through. able to handle it better. You hand, no, you're you, right. You can I, handle the situation right. a little bit better. The so.
0: adrenaline would maybe get to some people. <laughs> but yeah, like it'll yeah. make you do things. It'll slow it'll slow you down a little.
1: Yeah. So wow. um yeah, I just I I I woke up and um I just really like started chipping away at at
0: really finding joy and in, in peace of mind in life. So this is twenty nineteen. Um probably going into twenty twenty a little bit, I'm imagining. Yep. How did we get to then deciding that, okay, I think I'm ready for my new project. Like, what was that process like? And I'm I'm assuming this time is when you started to really practice meditation properly and continuously, right? Taking care of your health even better than you were before. Getting yourself out of that, you know, seven, eight years of like hard grind. Like just, dude, there really wasn't like a, like a plan. Like I just wanted to
1: surrender to the moment and to whatever was right in the moment and I wanted to just listen to that and I wanted to just follow that and honestly that's really what just led me here today is just letting my intuition be my guide in every single moment and like I don't say that in a way like you should just walk around aimlessly and like
0: (laughs) (laughs) your intuition is telling me to just chill out every day of every single week
1: (laughs) and and really like when people say that I'm like hmm that's not your intuition that's That's, you being
0: lazy yeah
1: that's laziness (laughs)
0: thanks for clarifying um, Dylan because <laughs> I was about to go and do nothing for the rest of my life. <laughs>
1: yeah. So like, I, I, yeah, like that,
0: that's, that's not oh, what I'm saying. God.
1: Um, Too funny. And so, yeah, I let that, I just kind of let that be my guide and one thing led to the other. And I just knew that I wanted to be around, uh, good people. And I knew that I wanted to be around people that had, uh, like just good values and, um, ones that like just you felt like they were just really honest and um really like you You want to surround yourself with people where you feel like you become a, a better individual you feel to become a better per, like a better uh version of yourself so uh, because like it, people are really influential like it is i could hang if i hung out with you know some of my friends from middle school or or early high school days like I wasn't the best version of myself with those people. I felt influenced by them. Um, and it's like it's the same thing, not even with people. It's the same thing with music. It's the same thing with movies. It's the same thing with like whatever it is that you're doing on a daily basis. Like that influences you. Like I love rap music. I, I listened to it every day growing up. But in my awakening, I'm like, hmm, is this really the best Like, when I listen to this, do I really feel like I'm the best version of myself? And that doesn't mean that I'm never gonna listen to rap music again. There's a time and place where it's like fun and you can dance and like all of those things, but like to listen to it on a daily basis. It
0: shouldn't be your mantra. Yeah. (laughs) You're probably gonna be pretty violent otherwise. (laughs) As I've like
1: gone further down this path, I just, I find myself listening to like spa music a lot. I'm just like, (laughs) I just wanna listen to like birds chirping and like. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's amazing.
0: No, I I can totally relate to that. I think there's definitely music is it's at the end of the day it's about vibrations and frequencies.
1: Music is powerful.
0: And all of it is buzzing at different frequencies. So they will certainly, whether you think you wanted to or not, they will affect how your system reverberates at the end of it. True. Like I still have, I still have like songs
1: that I listened to when I was on mushrooms. And if I turn them on, it's like, oh, man, it hits me to Placebo my soul. Back to that, it it, it yeah. literally hits me to my soul. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, sometimes when I'm feeling either confused or maybe lost and like I've just been getting too much into this thought world, uh, I'll turn those songs on. And it's a great like little reminder and like little reset for me. Love it. So, Pommies get started. So, uh, a little bit more about uh, Pommies and how it got started. I was... Uh, just became good friends with this guy named Zach. Like I, I never was trying to sell anyone anything, right? Like I never was like trying to push anything on anyone, but I was talking to this really smart guy named Zach all the time. And, you know, obviously he knew my background in beverage and he knew my background in restaurants and um, just a, a visionary and an entrepreneur and just a good guy, just a, a really good guy. And uh, he lives actually two blocks from here. And he called me one day. He's like, hey, uh, COVID just happened. This like coffee shop just shut down. This place is for lease. We should take this over. Like this is, this place is magical. So I got in uh, my car. I drove down here. I met him down here. I checked it out. And immediately I was just like, this place is magical. And as we talked about before, like this building was built in the 1920s and you could just see the history behind it. And you could see like all the locals walking by. And it just was like one street off the main street and it had frontage on Cass and it had frontage on on Felsper and it had this big, beautiful garden. And from the beginning, I'm just like, this place is- This place got a
0: vibe, bro. This place- Has got a vibe.
1: And what I'm thinking (laughs) about, like becoming a better version of myself, I'm like, I could be here every single day. Oh yeah. go to the beach every single day, go swimming in the ocean every single day, spend my time here, like promote uh, healthy eating and better for you living. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Like, this place isn't like a corporate, like brand place where we throw brands up everywhere and logos everywhere. And I really learned that from my business partner, Dave, who uh, is just unbelievable in hospitality and one of the best branding people I've ever met. And really, like, he's so good at it, because he's just authentically himself. And uh, the idea wasn't to throw logos up everywhere and try to sell something to someone, right? Like the idea was just like, let's create a place that we want to hang out and we want to feel better when we're here and that we'll enjoy. And through that, just authenticity, like hopefully people will want to join in on that, and be a part of it. And I mean, we just opened up last Wednesday, but I I think that the three to four hour line showed that, uh, like people really want that in their lives too. Like people really want to like go to a place where they feel like they can, you know, like happy and joyful and just they f- feel better and they can leave with a smile and just enjoy themselves. Like, so
0: not to mention just as be in the presence of nature, which is this place's essence and from day one. From what it used to be to what it is even now, I think that just adds a lot to it. You know, just how many of us really spend enough time in nature on our day to day like work life? Not many, and so having that as an avenue for you to just sit here with your laptop under a tree for sure is is a whole different game. Dude, you know? nature
1: is just nature is just unreal. I wrote this article in COVID, and it was just like all of the things that I started doing to feel better on a daily basis, and nature was a huge part of that. I used to go, uh, when I, I was living in Laguna at the time, and I would go to uh, hike in Laguna, and I just, I loved it. I, I like, being in nature is just like, it's so, uh, it's so like motherly. Right? Like,
0: yeah. Oh, well. You just, 100%. It's, it's so
1: beautiful uh, <laughs> that it just really kind of stops thought
0: dead in its tracks. Yeah. You look at something beautiful, you, your little mind can't compute how that is happening it's amazing dude it's just it, it like, doesn't work I
1: love being in nature I love looking at flowers and plants and trees and gardening that's like, the real trip yeah it's, it's really it's like, like tripping in for real life you're like ah! <laughs> and really like <laughs> I take a look I look at how healing nature has been in my life and I'm just like how are we not learning this in like elementary school I how are we not falling in love mm-hmm. like how are we all not botanists just like that's a requirement Right? Like some um, yeah, just like we're able out. to speak. How are we not able to like, you know, just like be botanists at the same time?
0: So I'm curious to to talk more about Palmies a little bit, right? You just yeah. opened five days. Yep. Right. Today I'm so thankful that you're not busy out the door because I get to do a podcast with you. <laughs> but I'm very curious, right? Like you mentioned to me uh off camera, like I asked you about like how did you come up with this menu? How did you come up with this branding? How did you come up with this set? All this stuff that you have here. and you told me something that really was not the answer I was expecting, which was I just put good people around me. Yeah, and I was like, "How the fuck do you do that, bro?"
1: Yeah, like, like tell me more about that. Uh, my my intuition started guiding me to find people that were good at at different things. And so you say, "How did you put the menu together?" It's like, okay, well, uh, I found Dave. My intuition led me to Dave, and Dave like had a great menu at his last restaurant, and we mm. didn't copy it, but um, like. It's really just surrounding yourself with good people. And, like, if you think about, I don't really know much about Steve Jobs, but, like, he the guy didn't code computers, but he found the best coder to code his computers, right? Um, and so I just, like, started to realize, like, you can surround yourself with people
0: that can help you with all these things. Right, right. Well, and then the other thing was, now that you've gotten this place started,
1: you know, Really, like, the, pro- the the problem is that uh, with a lot of people in business is, like, they want to put their name on something. And, like, I just don't have any pride or ego involved in this. Like, I don't need to tell you that I wrote the menu and I'm some sort of genius because that's not the truth. Like, I didn't. <laughs> like It's a great menu. I wrote maybe some of the items or I had an influence on some of the items, sure. but I didn't, like, write the whole thing. Yeah. But there's someone who loves being a chef and loves cooking and loves food and like that person will help you influence your menu. That's their passion. And that's for like, that's we're talking about it with the menu, but that's just for every component of the business. So, and it's really just like dropping your pride and dropping your ego and not like claiming that you're some sort of guru and
0: like... Well, you're right. I mean, part of it is that like the internet world we're living in is like Everybody wants to start a business, be a CEO, and have fast results, and like, and they want to, and they want to showcase, and they it want to showcase it and it. tell everyone exactly. Me,
1: I don't want anyone to know. I want, to, I think, being famous. I is don't a even curse. think you
0: wanted me to know until I pulled you aside. I'm like, bro, I told you this is my first you podcast do this I ever. With done. Me. <laughs> I don't even, I don't want people to know I even exist. You know what I mean? But your essence is always here. And one of the things that I'll mention is every time I've talked to you, or I would say probably half a dozen times or more that I've talked to you. I always feel like you have this energy about you that's just so calming. I don't I don't know how you do it. I think you're like a magician, maybe, <laughs> maybe a wizard with a beard, but you just always have this vibe about you. And I really do mean that. And I think somehow that translates in this place. And even let's say five days into the opening, I'm sure things have not been smooth as butter. I'm sure you've had people's orders get messed up, people getting delayed on their orders, maybe dissatisfaction to a little bit, but you've been open five days. Tell yep. me, about the real, real like truth on, on how that's been managing wise, like as a new business that's just started, because people don't well, see. It. Everybody thinks like, oh, it's not gonna be perfect. Everything's great. No, it wasn't. Like we had some people pissed off, and people that
1: waited too long, and people that, uh, you know, waited too long for their food. And uh, but like, I gave my best. Yeah. And I'm comfortable with that. And like, not you might not always get every result that you want, but like I gave my best to opening palmies and making sure that it worked and making sure that it was smooth and um, you know I surrounded myself with the right people in the process and like so I'm fine with that if someone's not happy here like no problem
0: like you she's that's alright I mean I love Kanye but you're interrupting yeah. my podcast Kanye <laughs> get out of here <laughs> anyway sorry can you repeat some of that
1: <laughs> uh, I, I was just saying like that If someone's upset, like that's no problem. I, I, there's probably, really, that's just an internal reflection of how they feel on the inside. And, I'd be happy just to have a conversation with that person and find out what's really upsetting them. Because if I'm
0: hungry, Dylan, give me my fucking food. <laughs> well, dude,
1: maybe you should have. Maybe you should have like saw the million people that were in the garden in the big line, and if you were before that you decided, hungry, yes, yeah, like I get maybe it. you should have just had a snack or something before. <laughs>
0: like I didn't yeah. tell you to go out and drink and then be starving and come to me and <laughs> when I have a huge line. Yeah, I like.
1: <laughs> I mean, I always just try to find every scenario and before like resorting to being angry and pissed off because I don't like the way that I feel when I'm yeah. those things, I try to internally reflect and see how could I have done better in that situation. And really that's the secret to life is like seeing where you're wrong and seeing your weaknesses and seeing how you can improve like, and seeing how you can in- and be better. And Leveling not- up. Yeah, so it's like I don't like want like I'm not here to tell you on how great I am. I'm just here to tell you things that have helped me become a better version of myself, that helped me, you know, uh, relieve some
0: of the anxious feelings and depressed feelings that I've felt on a daily basis. But um, I want to go into that next, but I want to finish the Palmies segment by asking, what would you like Palmies to be known for? This could be a menu item. This could be a vibe I think I already know the vibe, but like, yeah. let's say, what, 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 what would you think would be like? Oh, but well, let's go to Palmies and get this.
1: Uh, I don't know if there's anything like, let's go to Palmies and let's get life. You know what I mean? Let's get truth. Like let's have a great conversation. Let's feel like let me Connected. let me authentically be myself more when I go to Palmies. Like let me be who I truly am. Um, and Dave, my business partner, pushed that a lot and instilled that kind of in me in this place. It's like, love it, like. We really want everyone to feel comfortable, comfortable about who they are as individuals, and feel welcome. And and you know, whatever form or fashion that may be, like it is up to you.
0: So you're relatively young, and I would say by most people's standards. Dude, I love talking to you. By
1: the way, this is great.
0: Do you really? Yeah, it's are fantastic. Are sure you just saying that to
1: to make it sound good on my podcast? No, like you can just tell that you're a good guy. You know what I mean? You're just a good the guy. See, internet. <laughs> you, you are, are man
0: I appreciate it thank yeah. you I've been looking
1: forward to talking to
0: you for well, a long
1: time you're a truth seeker right like you're open to hearing truth you're open to listening to it and so it's great to talk about it with you because really like as humans that's the only currency that we have Like people this is look priceless at, right here
0: you can't the,
1: put a dollar on this no like this is this gives me life
0: is to oh yeah is
1: to talk truth and
0: sorry this oh of- my gosh yeah, you make the money on the files. Well, <laughs> He's like, I'll sell the podcast. I'm like, that's cool. But this, what we're doing, yeah. like, I'm, I, you could pay me zero forever and I would want to do this, right? Yeah, like, this is... This is what's up. Well, like, and part of the
1: process of this cafe that Dave and I have done, um, and I've been living upstairs, so I've done it a lot, is like, I'll be out here watering the garden and I'm just talking to all, everyone that walks by. Yeah, yeah,
0: They're
1: asking me questions. Like, I spend probably four to five hours a day every single day just talking to people and talking to them about meditation and talking to them about and really like not only just not even talking a lot but just listening and actually listening and being there and present and not like listening on my phone or like wondering what I'm going to have for dinner or wondering who I'm going to call later. Just like actually listening to people. And I think they notice the difference. Yes. And um, like so that it's just a different energy in this place.
0: Well, speaking of that, what I'm very curious about is because you're still fairly young and you've had, I would say, a good amount of success by everyone that, in public eyes, well, judges, well, entrepreneurs... So, like, let's define success. And, and that was success. my question. Yeah. But that's my goddamn question, Dylan. Let me finish. Sorry, man. My question is exactly that. It's like, dude, like, you are still young and you've gotten a very good amount of success. But, like, do you think you're successful? And what is even that? what does that even mean to you?
1: Successful to me is, uh, like, it's surrendering to the moment fully. Um, It's not being controlled by thought. And it's truly letting your intuition guide you to uh, just really have peace of mind and enjoy life. Like, to me, that is successful. Are you enjoying life or are you super Anxious, like you could have all the money in the world, but if you're like going to bed with anxiety and depression and regret every night, that sounds miserable to me. You could be a billionaire and and feel that to me, that's hell. Like, yeah, I've been in such a anxious world and such a like kind of dark space, and that was hell. Like it was and I had more money than I do now at, at those moments. And it was honestly, it was hell on earth. And I really started to understand a little bit of truth to that. Like the religion, they talk about, oh, you follow God. And, Sorry uh, about that. Yeah, you follow God. You do the right thing. Um, you meditate. You like practice all these good values that religions stand for. And in the end, you'll have eternal life with God and you'll live in heaven. But to me, I'm like, wait, what now? I'm like, that actually feels like right now, like those... Forget about the afterlife. Yeah. I'm talking about the now life. Yes, And um, and how I feel right now in this moment. Because no one, like, obviously no one knows if there's an afterlife. And like, whether you believe it or not, I, I believe that, like, you're always living on just, like, no matter what, like, your soul lives on forever. But I
0: don't really... Type we haven't had mushrooms. We won't go there tonight. <laughs> um, you know, I'm curious because... A lot of young people, like, what would the message be here for the young entrepreneur who's like very money driven and, and doesn't seem to realize that that's not the end game here? Like, to build a successful business to any level is not just chasing the money.
1: Well, like, if you're money driven, you're really just uh, giving into thoughts, right? Mm. You're really just believing that. that
0: money is going to make you
1: happy, and it's not. So, I would say, and honestly, if what you truly believe is that money is going to bring you happiness, then I would say that you should spend less time being money-driven and the more in the moment and the more present that you are, the quicker you're probably actually going to get money. So people that are money-driven, it's actually counterproductive to chase money. Like you will actually probably attain more money uh, if you just, Stayed present, aware in the moment, and you just chase doing the right thing in your life.
0: I like that. I think I will expand on that. Doing the right thing portion really comes down to like what you do in business and what I do is same thing. We're dealing with people, we're dealing with individuals, and we want to make them feel good because we have a good intention at heart, and that comes through without even. I truly trying to want sell it. what's
1: best for people. Like, there's no, there's no like. Secret agenda. There's no hidden motive that yeah. I want something from you. I just truly want what's best for people. And um, when you when you truly want that, like you're willing to tell people the truth. And um, like really, like like I truly want what's best for myself. <laughs> like if you boil it down, like I'm of course se- I'm selfish. And so truly wanting what's best for other people actually brings me joy.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. So, I want to ask you about these couple of things. And we got some visitors. Um, we're almost there, you guys. <laughs> what? We're almost done. Uh, Are we? I don't know. I man. mean, I don't. I don't want to keep you if you got to go, but um, I'm just I'm here. I don't have a plan. Perfect. I think it would be valuable <clears throat> to have you share because I always share about meditation with my audience. But I'd be I'd be curious to hear what do you have to say about. Meditation in general, what it does for you, and how do you meditate? So um, so for the people who have
1: never meditated before in their lives, I would say there's benefit in even just taking 20 breaths every day, 10 breaths even speaking to me, right? Like, just start somewhere. Um, and for me, like, I really just spend the time to uh, sit Close my like. I talk to people and they're like, "Oh yeah, I meditated." I'm like, "Well, meditating is more than just closing your eyes and think and daydreaming. Like that's daydreaming. That's not meditating." Yes, meditation is a practice that, uh, like, where I spend my time focusing on my breath, focusing on my mo- on the moment, focusing on bringing my awareness to what's happening right now, which is my breath. Like my breath is in the present moment, and um. And so I bring my attention to that. And sometimes I'll count my breath. I don't really have like a set structure, but sometimes I'll count my breath. Maybe if you've never meditated before, like maybe just in one, out two, slowly in one, out like like three and four, and just up to 20. And maybe you go up to 20 and back. Like that's really not that, like doesn't trying seem to that a difficult. tempo maybe. But what's going to happen is you're going to notice that in the middle of you counting, you're like, there's going to be a thought that creeps in. Oh, I need to call my mom. I need to do this. I need to do that. And uh, really, you just want to notice that, be aware of it, and then let it go. Uh, and then bring your attention back to your breath. So that's the practice is letting go of thought, bringing your attention back to the moment, back to the present, back to your breath, and letting go of thoughts. Because you could be in a like thought world where you're dealing with a lot of anxiety and um your thoughts are going to just continue to bring you down this darker, darker path of anxiety. And if you just take the time to, uh, in the practice to actually letting go of that, finding the moment, like that's the practice, letting go of thought, finding the moment, letting go of the thoughts and just bringing your attention back to the present moment again. And so, um, sometimes I'll do that to a hundred. Sometimes I'll do it to 50 and back. Uh, sometimes I'll just, like listen to the sounds of the ocean, and I'll find a thought that creeps in, and then I'll just bring my attention back to the waves or to the birds. Mm. Like nature is great because there's like a lot of natural sounds, of the wind or the water falling or so basically. Wherever is.
0: Listening to what's around you very attentively because at any given moment in time, there's hundreds of noises being made, yeah. and which one are you tuned with? You're practicing to you're practicing letting
1: go of thoughts so they have less control over you. I love it. Um, and when they have less control over you, you're not a slave to them. You're not listening to those those thoughts that tell you, uh, "I need to go out and 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 drink to be happy. I need to get like drunk and party and in order to feel good." Like, no, I can let go of that. Or I need to smoke my, weed. Yeah, you smoke weed. Or like, I need to go eat uh, two Big Macs. Or I need to like do steroids. Like, you're just practicing letting go of those thoughts that are controlling your life and you're finding the moment again and you're letting that inner knowing be your guide yes. and not thought be your guide and that's really like what I want to like that's what I do on a daily basis if I'm not doing that I feel like I'm more submissive to my thoughts
0: like if you go two to three days without doing that process it almost feels like there's a buildup right yeah it's like you haven't flushed the toilet in a few days type yeah of thing. yeah and like they're not always negative thoughts like no because positive Sometimes wise. I'll get
1: into like these like Delusional. Fairy tale thoughts, oh. and I'm like giving this big public
0: speech. Oh, dude, I see him all the you're time. You're
1: looked at like this guru, and, like, and like, you're just this amazing human being, and like those are even those can be sometimes even worse. Can be very I know we dairy. talked about the other day.
0: I call those co- chocolate covered shit. I w- I was just about to bring that up. That's probably uh-huh. the most epic thing I've heard. Those are chocolate covered shit thoughts.
1: I'm not gonna take credit for it. My mentor would always say that to me. Like, well, that's pretty good though. But yeah, it's that's like good. It's true. Like it's shit covered in chocolate and uh, you go and like you know, a lot of people are eating it unfortunately.
0: Yeah, well it's shitting there. <laughs> 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 I had to just do it. I had to do it, okay? Okay. I I'm also curious to hear because you are someone who who like me can resonate on the fact that look, it's much easier to take care of yourselves in the short term because being in the dark places of being so anxious and, and depressed and feeling like shit is way harder to deal with yeah. than actually just doing what you should do daily to just kind of, you know, tend to yourself. Yeah, yeah, What, what would you say, because a lot of my audience does come to me because they're too anxious, too depressed, how would you... Yeah, like, a lot of them are like, oh, well, like, it's too hard to eat healthy.
1: It's too hard to exercise it's too hard to meditate I can't sit still and I'm like actually that's the easiest thing in the world to me like those things uh, I know be one of them but that's, that's
0: because you have like a uh, business and like you have all your shit together <laughs> <laughs> I mean so I get these kind of comments I'm telling you <laughs> yeah like
1: you'll see like, but I there was one point when I didn't um, I didn't have everything together and maybe like it's still like everything's not together. I'm running a business. Like I could, I could lose it at any moment, but sure. I just don't give in to the fear of being able to lose it at any moment. So, but what I'm saying is like, um, like those, like anxiety's hard. Depression is hard. Like I've been in an, in an anxious place. Like those not exercising and being obese, like that's hard. <sighs> it's rough. Like, dang, man, I've I've like had some, like I've like, Eating some bad meals and I've just my stomach is just like that was hard <laughs> right you and feel so, it? yeah and like when I drink green juice and smoothies and eat salads and uh just feed my body proper nutrition like I just feel better and that's easy like it's the easiest thing in the world but and a lot of people will just say like no it's uh like it's too hard and I don't know it's like all those things but I just don't
0: I, I think it's the easiest thing in the world. So what do we ask people that tell us that they're depressed and anxious? So for me, the f-
1: like I try, I ask them a lot of questions. Tell uh, me. If someone tells me they're anxious, I believe, like I probably believe them. Like I'm like, yeah, you, you're probably, probably right. It up. But I don't think you're, I don't think that you have anxiety and you can't fix it. Mm. So my questions are to the people that have anxiety, like, are you meditating every single day are you exercising every single day are you giving your best to every single thing that you do are you focusing on one thing at a time are you uh, you know eating healthy are you practicing patience or are you giving into anger are, uh, are you like doing your best at reading and not just like getting scrolling. In, yeah like stuck into this rabbit how much how much uh, like Netflix? Are you watching? How much Instagram and social media are you? Where are your eyes and ears? I don't care even if you're like watching some person work out and positive things. Like, how much are you actually scrolling through your phone? How much sun are you getting on a daily basis? Right? Like, how much are you outside, actually soaking in the sun, being in nature? Like, how how often are you doing these things? And if you're doing Every single one of those things on a daily basis, plus more that we could probably list if we sat down and, and thought about them, and you're still feeling anxious, like I would love to have a conversation with you, like, let's talk about this.
0: I love it. I would say, I, don't, I think there's a similar list for depression because they're very linked. It's, you know, anxiety gone vir- viral is basically depression is all it is. Oh, I should coin that one. What? Anxiety gone viral is depression?
1: I think that so. When we talk about anxiety and depression, I think that anxiety comes from worries and thoughts about the future. And yes. I think depression comes from uh, thoughts and worries about, about the, past. the past. Yeah. So well, you could get t-
0: anxious about like stuff you didn't do, right?
1: Yeah. Like, sure. So it's,
0: I mean, they're linked. They're not.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they're a similar feeling. Like ultimately, you don't feel good. You feel like she Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Stop
0: eating chocolate covered shit, you guys. Yeah. Fuck. I don't understand. I truly don't get it, but but I don't have to understand because I believe being in your presence and seeing you operate the way you do in, in the interactions we've had. And when I walk by and you don't see me because I'm short enough to hide behind the bushes and I see you interact with other people. Uh, <laughs> so you have
1: you just identified with being short? I don't, I don't understand.
0: Yes, I've identified by being short. No, I'm huge, son. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> well, you know, like when I'm walking by and I see. So my point being... It's fascinating to me how you stay so calm and sober and just like chilled the hell out when, yeah, like this business is no joke. Like, there's all kinds of things that are coming up left and right, and even when this place was being under construction, <laughs> seeing you so present and calm with it rather than being like, "Shit, I gotta launch, bro!" Like, I'm not making money right now. This has this gotta go. That's that's funny that you mentioned that. Like,
1: you'll see a lot of people uh, under these like high pressure situations they start to give in to anger and frustration and like you'll see a lack of calm and i had this conversation with my investor in this project uh where i was like listen like i'm a, i operate differently i was like if if you see me calm it's not that i don't care like when you see me calm that's when i'm my most efficient yes because i know that if i'm calm that i'm thinking clearly and if i'm thinking clearly I'm better able to navigate myself through a tough situation the calmer that I am. So, I was like, if you're seeing me extra calm, like, you're seeing me at my best. Like, that's when I'm, like, you're seeing me at a point where I'm really focusing in on trying to navigate us through any sort of problem that we're dealing with. So, and he understood that. Like, he was like, yeah, Good that makes partner sense. right there. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, there was a couple of things I wanted to ask about. One was, you told me before that having a business for you, because we talked briefly about investing, is like investing in yourself and what your abilities are versus giving that money to, let's say, a fund like a mutual fund or a Bitcoin or a even a piece of real estate, um, versus like having kind of you know the power in your own two hands to run your business. Like shit, if my building closes down, like I'm gonna sell. I yeah, don't. I just, whatever, don't, right, I just know?
1: don't know enough. Like <clears throat> we talked about the stock market the other. Day. I just don't. It just seems like if you're in New York, there's a lot of like shady stuff going on where the rich just get richer and do shady stuff. But like when I'm an entrepreneur and it's my business, I'm in control of that. I can control my destiny by how much I want to like focus okay. in and do the right thing and follow what I like my intuition in every single moment. And really the end result is based off of me. And so I don't make like a lot of. I don't make like investments into the stock market and crypto and like I just I just don't know. Like that's so out of my hands. And it's just I'm not trying to like become the next like crypto billionaire or something. So it just doesn't those things don't excite me. They actually say okay. that uh, like seventy thousand dollars, you're there's not much improvement on your life yes. past seventy thousand dollars. Once you start
0: making seventy to seventy five thousand dollars a year. Uh, The quality of your life is not necessarily going to change drastically from an emotional perspective. Maybe, you know, if you had like a lot of debt, it might, might still need a little more, but generally speaking, they've done studies on this. It's like, that's a pretty standard, like, you know, more money than that. It's just like, you're more, I would say the more money you have, you can sometimes be more, more volatile in a way because you have so much at your disposal. It's kind of like, I'm not trying to talk shit about rich people. No,
1: I think we see like I think we see a lot of people that have changed with money. Um, Yes, but I don't think that that's always good. Like, there's a lot. Like, I know deep into my core that if I became a billionaire, I would still hold true to my values, and um, I would still meditate every single day, and I would still my number one focus in life would be to do the right thing in every single moment. Um, and if like a billion dollars just happened to come through the evolution of that, like I'm fine with that, but I'm not going to sacrifice my integrity. I'm not going to, you know, your well-being, I, yeah, I'm not your gonna, peace
0: of mind, really, that's all a, of that. Because
1: that's the, that's the most important you know, thing in the, the world fruits. to
0: me. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. Well, shit, Dylan! We've been talking for an hour and twenty minutes. Can Dude, you believe I didn't it? even realize. I thought yeah. we just started. I yeah, feel I like know. there's like a lot more to talk about. I mean, we could keep going. Like this, things will go on for like three hours, bro. You know? like, this is this is crazy. But yeah. what else do you think we should touch on? I mean, a lot of young kids will listen to this, and a lot of them are are struggling with wanting things too fast. And I mean, it took you like seven, eight years to build yourself to exit the business you started once as you know a solopreneur to becoming, you know, where you are today, the opening at the beach in Pacific Beach, a cafe that is just five days old and it's launching. I mean, like, people want shit like today, bro. They want shit now. Yeah, You know, give me the solution now. I would
1: say um, what helped me is stripping myself of all of the the identities that I labeled myself to be.
0: Like the other day you called me out when I said, I don't want to go into the ocean because it's not... I I'm, really I'm not an
1: ocean person, or something. Uh,
0: something like, like that. I said, and you're like, "What do you mean you're not an ocean person?" I'm like, "You're right. What the fuck am I talking about?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, uh, like, like, like you just little automated things you just we say. Believe the thought in your head. Yeah, then, yeah. Like, try and really, what happens is that thought in your head is a life force. It wants to survive, right? If it wants, it, to it yeah, wants to live. It wants to live. Like, it's a life force. It wants to live, but it's a dark life force. Mm. And so, uh. It tries whatever it can to survive. And it knows, that life force knows that if you jump in the ocean and you shut it off for a couple minutes, that you're killing it, right? Like, your life force is going down. Yeah, yeah. And your light is going up. So, it'll come up with every single excuse possible to not get you to, to... to shine that light brighter on that darkness, because really, like, if you add light to it, it's like darkness doesn't survive in the light. So you jumping in the ocean is like, like, it's not a big. I'm not saying it's a big war, but it's a it's a hey, small step. It's a step, yeah. It's adding more light into your life, which is killing the dark force in your life. And so,
0: so shedding yourself of all the identities that you have taken on has been the biggest liberator for you
1: one of them for, yeah I would say so like just the biggest liberator is like when I was on my stream trip I really boiled it down to the most simple thing in the world I'm like I I get it like sit still meditate uh, find my clarity and find my intuition and let that guide me in every single moment that's it like it was so you already know what the right thing is to do but uh yeah, you just don't do you it. Just you don't,
0: don't do it, and then we suffer the consequences.
1: It's because you're not doing the things on a daily basis where you can see clearly. It's funny
0: because people will think like right, like, and even some of my successful friends who have made multi millions of dollars, um, and they work very hard. And I'm not saying so. Let me preface this: I would say that they don't meditate. They don't necessarily even have a great diet. Some of them maybe work out a little bit because, you know, my bodybuilding influence has gotten them to exercise here and there. But the point being, like, I I only talk about this stuff because to me, it's like the ground you're walking on. If it's not solid, at some point, you're going to cave and you will fall through. And if you're going to fall through by already, you know, having millions of dollars above you and having more responsibility as that human, and then you fall through, the fall is going to feel much harder than if you were just, you know, plain Jane going through life and to be and, honest, you know, I
1: already feel like those, they're already kind of suffering the consequences internally, whether they want to put on a front possible, or not, but yeah. like not knowing that they should exercise every single day, knowing that they should meditate every single day knowing that they should like do the things well, that make them What would you say to version? the person
0: that doesn't th- see the value in the meditation piece, but they maybe started to take care of themselves in other ways? I mean, you and I are big proponents for meditation because we've seen the actual benefits of it. Yeah. like But to someone that doesn't see it, I don't know how... I guess I'm trying to be the salesman of meditation, right? Like, how do I convince this guy to want to start doing this? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> really, the best way to convince someone to start meditating is to meditate yourself. Like, you can't, you can't just convince someone of something if you don't actually believe in it and do it yourself. Like, I, I, I can't tell you to, uh, you know, if I didn't meditate and I didn't do it on a daily basis, then I wouldn't be able to actually tell you, right? Yeah, you wouldn't so, know from experience. It's like, "Well, how do I like I, I heard this sometimes. I've heard this oftentimes too. It's like, how do I teach my child to like like stop watching porn, right? And okay, well then if you want to do that, like yeah, obviously tell them to not watch porn. That's that's a given, but really teach your child that doing the wrong thing ultimately makes you feel not good, mm. right? And the only way to teach your child that is to live that in your own life um, and like so that's like you want to teach someone to meditate like actually meditate every single day I'm not saying you don't I'm just saying like that. no that's fair that's I a think that's, that was a
0: great answer because part of it is like look if they see for example when I when I met you the first time I didn't even know you meditated but I've, I told you there's something about you I like how you are very calm do you meditate do you do, you do that and you're like Dude, that's my thing. And I was like, Oh, we're gonna hit it off. We should definitely talk. Yeah. Like there was something about your presence, your energy, the way you carry yourself. I the, think the problem is
1: that meditation kind of became a cliche word. Oh, same uh, thing with yoga, popular. right? Because all yeah. the
0: Lululemon nonsense.
1: Yeah. And so mm. it's just like people are like, Oh yeah, I meditate and like it's this. Checkbox. I honestly like I used to in the foundation that I was a part of, we just we would call it sitting still, sitting quiet. Um and Really, it's it's just it's the same. Call it whatever you want. Like you don't even have to call it meditation.
0: Yeah, that's why I have have to sometimes use different words like breathing exercises. (laughs) Like, bro, you know this kid asked me. He's he was like, oh man, I'm smoking so much weed. Like I have I have to like cut back because I'm I'm spending too much money. I'm 21, and I've been smoking for like the last six years, and I and I want to be better. And so I'm like, okay, how about this? Next time you want to smoke, I want you to imagine a joint like this big. Close your eyes. Imagine you put that big fat joint in your mouth and I want you to take long <sighs> for like 20, 30. Yeah, yeah. He, he did like some of those right in front of me. He's like, dude, I feel so good. Is this some sort of like placebo or something? That's I'm like, great. listen, this is your fucking breath, son. <laughs> There's no <laughs> placebo here. You no. would be dead Without this breath, so when you f- consciously focus on your breathing, nothing else matters.
1: So I, I don't actually know the science behind this, and I'm not. I'm not going to claim <laughs> that I know. By the way, that's that's phenomenal. That crazy? Like that's phenomenal. But there's truth to that because your lungs, when you, when you breathe, actually release a very, very micro of amount of DMT.
0: But what's more critical than breathing? is the end of the day. Is the question? No, like that's like- the vital force in your body. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course, and like that's why exercise is so powerful, and why I love to run. Uh, is because when i'm running I'm like and i suffer and i suffer myself like for air and I'm like oh, I'm like really want to breathe yeah I don't find myself thinking about something or anxious about tomorrow or yesterday or the next day or, or whatever it may be like i just don't find those anxious feelings are alive because i want to breathe like i want air in my lungs i want to survive and so uh, when you do things like that like it really kind of Stops and slows the mind, like it stops the thinking pr- patterns, and so if you're someone who's just thinking so much, you're like I can't meditate, I can't even sit still. Like those things are helpful. Like go for a long run, go for a hard run, go for a walk outside, go for like those are also just great forms of like different types of meditations or uh, you know quieting the mind things.
0: Anything else that you can speak to from your experience of being somewhat like habitual on cannabis, on marijuana, and being, you know, and of course, I know you have way more control over it now, and so do I. But at some point in our lives, we've definitely been carried away by it. And I've and taken it to a point where you're just like, bro, what am I doing with myself? But there's plenty of people out there still, especially the ones that see some of my content are in that same boat. They're in their teens, under 25, under 20. And they've just gotten into this rut because of COVID, because of being at home, not having, you know. Friendships where they can have these types of interactions, to where they're just just sitting at home and smoking every night, and that's like yeah. the best thing that they have going on. Like,
1: listen, well, I'm with you guys. I want to get high too, but I want my high to be sustainable, and I want it to last, and I want it to be lifelong, and I want it to be every single moment of my life. Yeah, and um, like yeah, like smoking marijuana will relax you, but it really like for me it kind of fogged me like. It, it took away from my clarity. Like, you ever get... 100%. You ever smoke so much weed and you're just like, man, I'm so unclear right now. I'm yeah. like fogged, right? And you're and, scattered. And it does shut your, your thoughts off, but then it adds to the... Like, the next morning, it adds to the anxiety. It adds to the thought. Um, the things you put off. Yeah, and then you're just like, man, I just need to smoke weed just so I can, like... Feel good again. Yeah, not even feel good. Just feel, like, somewhat functional and, ta- and like, I can even... Like, go outside and and function. And so, um, like, I'm I'm with you on that. But I just, like, I've found that, like, a clear high is the best high. Like, the clearer I am. Hey. Oh, I'm not sure. Thank you. Um, We open on Wednesday. Wednesday? Yeah, we opened last Wednesday, but... uh, we're opening again this Wednesday. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come by. Thank you. Oh, by. See you guys. Great. All right. Thank you so much.
0: Not having a podcast show or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> Dude, it it, it like <laughs> oh hilarious. You're right. Like I probably wouldn't have done that, but I mean, it is what it is.
0: No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, that's uh, yeah. No, I I think. That's a good idea the what you the way you explained it cuz I've been coming at some of these kids a little hard like dude kinda being like being super them the clear. like
1: I once you start to kind of get in this lifestyle you're like how clear can I get like
0: yeah it's like the sharpest high yeah. you know how sharp <laughs> how, precise. How, like yeah on how top how, of like, it. like imagine flying or jumping out of a plane like you you want to be foggy at that time bro you want to be precise
1: yeah I I've even started that thing I've even noticed that like uh, if I don't eat in the morning, I used to just I'm obviously sharp. trying to gain weight. Like I used mm. to eat steak and eggs in the morning oh. and then like a thousand calorie protein shake and I'm like, holy go back shit. I know I here. just woke up, but I need a nap. <laughs> it's like 9.30 30 AM. I'm yeah, like I, I need hear a nap that. already. I hear that. And so uh, I've started just to seek clarity in my life. And through that I'm just like, I still don't even really eat in the morning. Like I'll eat fruit or I'll eat
0: I'll drive a smoothie or I don't know, just something I've noticed like, that I'm more clear the more I delay my, my first meal, because after my first meal, I'll see a small, small dip in my energy. Yeah. And then you'll be like, ah, oh, I wasn't as clear as I was before. But then obviously now that I'm trying to be more on the fat loss journey, you do need to have, I mean, you can have certain things that don't deplete your energy. But they're yeah. not, you know. and, and
1: like, I want to be at my most clear. You know, what's, you know what's super high to me is knowing that when my mom or my family members or people in my life call me with their struggles and lies that they might might be believing or thoughts that they might be controlling them, that I'm in my clearest and best version of myself to help get them out of that, right? And help kind of see through it to give them the best advice or ask them the best questions and help guide them through right. whatever it is that they're going through. And um, like...
0: Otherwise, that, you're doing a disservice to them and to yourself. Yeah,
1: like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, go smoke a massive joint. And then uh, my brother calls me and he's like, and I'm just making this scenario, but he's like, I don't, like, I feel like I don't want to live anymore. I want to, I'm feeling suicidal right now. And it's like, I'm high. Yeah. Right? How, like, and if he, if something did happen to him, would I live with this regret of, I was spending my time getting high as opposed to being the best version of myself. And if I wasn't high, I probably could have helped navigate my brother yeah. through that situation a little bit better. And like, that's obviously to the extreme. I'm not saying you should give in to fear, but um, like there's peace of mind and not living with just the And knowing regret. that I'm in
0: my best place and my best mode of being, that no matter what comes my way, I'm going to be equipped to handle it with the best of my abilities. Exactly. <laughs> Slam dunk. Exactly. Right. I, my, I mean, why would you not want that? And that, like, That. like, forget about it. my
1: brother. That's for everyone for in my life. Yeah. Like, there might be someone walking down the street and they're battling, like, they might be walking to go 100%. do something dangerous or, or, I, or may just be in such a dark place or something. And if I'm not, if I'm not at my, the best version of myself to, to see and help them through that, like, then I live with regret from that. And, um, I, I don't, I think, peace of mind is living with no regret. It's knowing that you're the best version of yourself in every single way. And it's the same, like forget about even smoking weed. Like I think about it, I think about it even if in the morning if I had steak and eggs and I'm just unclear and I'm like just all fogged sure, down. Yeah, like yeah. it's, 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 it's every, that's why I said earlier in this podcast, I'm like, it's not a, it's not a, a part-time job. It's not even a full-time job. It's an every single moment type job And that's what the true high is, is when you commit yourself and surrender yourself to whatever is right and whatever is true in every single moment.
0: I don't have any more questions. (laughs) That's clear to me.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I couldn't
0: agree more.
1: Dude, I had such a great time chatting with you.
0: Me too. I am so excited that we got to do it. And uh, this has turned out way better than I ever could have imagined. And I'm just thankful that the equipment work then and, and, and I want to really clarify
1: happen. too like if you truly believe that smoking marijuana or whatever it is is I'm not telling you what's right for you I'm telling you what has been the best for my life right and I'm not here to tell everyone's on their own journey I'm not here to tell people how to live their lives or what they should do I'm just talking about it from my own perspective someone who like has woken up and is trying to like see clearer on like every single day. So if you truly believe that smoking marijuana or drinking alcohol or not exercising for whatever reason, like you truly believe those are the best things for you. Do
0: it. And you're happy. Go for it, bro. Do
1: it. But I'm just saying uh, what I'm saying is make sure it's not the voice in your head. That's talking to you and make sure that you're actually doing the things where you actually have some clarity in your life in order to see, love it, see that first. And like, if you do, and it's still the same result at the end of the day, great. Fucking yeah. smoke weed every day if that's what it brings you yeah, joy. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Whatever it is that brings you joy, I'm just saying be honest with yourself about it.
0: Keep it real. There's no other way to do it. Nope. Well, thank you, Dylan. I do appreciate this. And this has been really nice. And I would love to, on record, ask your permission to come back and do this again with you. <laughs> that sounds phenomenal. <laughs> Palmies, our new home in Pacific Beach. I'm so excited for this place to blossom.
1: By the way, I'm sipping on some uh, Mountain Valley spring water right now. It's
0: delicious. I'm sipping on some of that local H2O that's sold right here in Pacific <laughs> Beach, which is delicious. I get that 50-50 blend, yeah. that half alkaline and purified water. You got to try some of this. I'm going to bring you some. It's so good. delicious bro this is my new blend it's like my Arnold Palmer but with water and I
1: will add hydration's a big thing too
0: 100% to the list right, kids stay in school do less drugs work out more meditate more do what brings you joy more do what brings you joy more God bless thank you everyone catch you next time thank you for checking out this show I really appreciate your time and I can't wait to hear from you. If you wanna give me any feedback or wanna get in touch, know someone that I should put on the show, reach out to me on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, wherever you are online, you bet you can find me there. Just search for The Real Abinov. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.